And now it's time to play America's favorite game show. Is this real? This is where we determine whether something or not is actually real and or factual. Today's contestant, Robert Sturm. Hey, that's me. Hello, Robert. Hi, Corby. Big Today, fan of your show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Today, we attempt to determine whether or not your numbers on the Peloton <laughs> are, in fact, real. I wonder the same thing. Is this real? <laughs> Thank you, Don Pardo. You're welcome. All right. So, I, I am not a Peloton guy. I do not own Peloton. And so it obviously is one of the hottest pieces of equipment, and it has been since it came onto the market yeah. a handful of years ago. Yeah. People swear by it. People say, and I think people that did spin classes, they're the first ones to jump to this and say, man, it, it is a kick-ass workout. Mm-hmm. Um, you love it. I do. How long have you had yours? 2016. 2016! Coming up on my five-year anniversary. So I did not do the research required for this, but a P1 did. Did a little research. Did a little research. It appears that there are some people that also are Peloton people that are obsessed with Bob Sturm's Peloton numbers. Right. Because Bob Sturm is in a class when it comes to Peloton output, Peloton results that would put him in the top half percentile of the world. And it makes people mad. Where's Bob Stern? Now, I don't I understand. That, I can't be that high. That sounds, that, you are. That sounds made up. I'm getting ready to prove it to you okay. because Eric did the research. So I don't care. I'm just glad that my friend Bob is excited about working out and doing a good job and burning calories. Back and under 2.30, Corby. Hells yeah, and having fun while doing it. But others that are on the Peloton, it makes them insane when they see his numbers. Now, are these all public? They have to be, right? Uh, or, or, or do you, you post them yourself? No, 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 no. They're, I, I think you can find my numbers if you know my Peloton name, and if you know pretty much every name I use on every email, you know my Peloton name. Bob Sturm? It's Sturm1310. Okay. Bob Sturm. Because I, because I love AM radio. Sturm1310, I'm kicking your ass every day. So, P1 Eric, send in this info. Eric. He says, I can't do total apples to apples since Bob rides 45 minutes. Is that true? Are you a 45-minute rider? Strictly 45 minutes. And you know how I arrived at that? No. That's how long it takes for an hour show to be digested. Ah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. He says, but this will tell the story. Bob's PR outfit. Now, PR, for those not in the game, is personal record. Correct. Personal output is 856 now the 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 unit measured in Peloton is kilojoules, right? Um, or KJ? It's KJ. Just it's something. And and you know what, uh, Mister Mister Junior Miller knew what that was. Kilowatts? No, it's, no, it's, it's not. It's joules. Okay. Kilojoules. Yeah. Isn't that a good name for a rap group? It sounds like what happened to you when you got kicked in the nuts in soccer, <laughs> right? So just know it's eight fifty six KJ. That is Bob's PR. Um, and it was a long time ago. 
Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. And, and that may add to the legend of you. It might. Because I, I didn't win a state championship last week. I, I don't know if I can do it again. Because but. your 856 may have been when you were heavier, much maybe, heavier. Maybe. Okay. So at 856. More pushing for the pushing. Eric says his 856 was a couple of years ago. Yeah. So he may use that as an excuse that he's not as good, but he still got to it once. Bob also had a 788 two weeks ago. Which is which still is comparable to all or beats most of the people that I'm getting ready to uh, give examples of as to how good Bob is at the Peloton. Okay. And when we're saying, is this real, we're trying to figure out if his Peloton is rigged, if it's calibrated in a way that is giving that, him some sort of advantage. There's been a lot of questions. Uh, from the trades on whether or not my Peloton is juiced. Have people reached out to you to ask if if it is juiced or if you know that it's juiced? Well, certainly the people that don't appreciate my excellence are looking for ways to double down, explain it. And I, like I've said, I've only ridden one Peloton bike, and so it's possible that maybe mine is not calibrated properly, and I wouldn't have the slightest idea how to do it. Let's start with Olympic athletes, and not just Olympic <laughs> athletes. Let's start. I don't know if you guys have heard of this guy. Okay, so you may have to do a quick Google search. Let's start with Usain Bolt. Okay. Oh, my gosh. He's on Peloton? Usain Bolt, for a 40-minute ride, his PR is 824 KJs, meaning that... 40 or 45? 40. So for 45, he would eclipse you by a very small margin. Didn't even know they had 40-minute rides. Okay. Usain Bolt. All right? Yeah, that's uh, that's some lofty territory. Have you ever heard of Troy Aikman? I have. Troy, who is a hardcore spin guy. Like, that was his thing. And, and Troy is basically made of muscle right he now. He's ridiculously fit. Yes, he is. Bob's PR, 856. Troy's PR for 45 minutes, 779. You are destroying the most in-shape 54-year-old man on the planet. One time. Huh? You're destroying him. It only happened. So, uh, Bob's turn with us, Rockstar. <laughs> Uh, Baker Mayfield. Young. Young Heisman winner. Uh-huh. 756 PR. You murder Baker Mayfield. Russell Wilson. 780 PR. <laughs> the, like, I mean, I've, he's one of the best athletes going. Yeah. J.J. Watt. <laughs> okay. His PR, 45-minute ride, 7.58. Wow. Matt Leinert's PR, another Heisman winner for 45 minutes, 5.59. Let's go in the world of golf. Rory McIlroy, who is the most jacked-up golfer there. You think Bryson is. Rory is hardcore into cycling. And do, not just this, but the, the Peloton. He promotes it. He loves it. Yeah. It's where he gets his sweat if he's not cranking up you know, 800 pounds on the bench or whatever. Rory McIlroy, um, he's only does 30 minutes. 
All right? Okay. His, what a weakling. His high for 30 minutes is 575. I think that translates into about a tie for with you if he was to go an extra 15 minutes. But could he maintain that pace, I wonder? I don't think so. We have to question his championship rounds training, you know? Right. Brooks Kepka. He does 30 minutes as well. His PR is 523, which again would translate right at the same number that Bob got. So Rory and Brooks, the two guys that are in the most better shape than anybody on tour, Bob's got them. Or is Bob's an ice cream addict? (laughs) (laughs) Roger Federer, 20-time major champion. He only does 30 minutes as well, and he surpassed Rory and Brooks by a good margin, 648. Yeah. And so I think that would extrapolate into beating you handily. I would think he's got me, yeah. Yes. But the bottom line is, compared to world-class athletes, you are either right there with them or surpassing them. Congratulations. Again. Well, is it real? I don't, well, that's what, I don't know. I, do you need to get on another bike? I mean, I hear Peloton is on our station. Like, they might be in the next stop set. So we must have a relationship with them somehow. Yeah. I am more than happy to take my reputation and to ride whatever bike they want to put me on and try to ride a 45-minute ride and see if my numbers are Let me comparable. ask you this. So let's say that you go to the – where's the, the Peloton Pro Shop? Isn't there one in one of the uh, malls I want to say up at Legacy okay. and North Park. That you go and you get one on one that is maybe been recently calibrated or right out of the box – and you get on it, and you're really crushing it. You look down at the thing, and your your output is like 31. Yeah. Would that be sad? Well, it probably would be sad, but you know what? I want to know if these are legit. Like, it doesn't make sense to me because I'm not an excellent athlete, but I, I, well, this says you are. I'm always in the top one percentile, which would suggest I must one be. One percentile of like, all the hardcore crazy like athletes. Like this one. Uh, now... Here's what's weird about it. Being the one percentile still means I barely finished in the top 500 of this ride. This 788 he's mentioning. I finished 499th of 61,556. God! That's awesome! So you just cut off the last two digits, and I want to finish in front of the 616th place. That's what I've always tried to do to entertain myself while watching a TV show and to make sure I'm going hard enough. What you could also do is have someone that's never worked out in their life get on it, get on your machine at your place, maybe someone from the radio station that's not particularly fit, and see what their numbers look like. Which? All's welcome. What if if this is it, though? And this is what I've always thought. Again, I hope it's all real because I just love the fact that that you're beating you're, Usain Bolt. Yeah, that you're better than Usain that Bolt. The one gift I was born with has no application to anything except an but, exercise bike. But what if you? What if he's Lance Armstrong and we never? He never knew it Seriously. until he was 45 years old. What if he's the greatest cyclist in the world? <laughs> right, and, and none just, of us knew. And, like, and he never tried to cycle. But we always talk about that, like people that for whatever reason don't pick up the sport that they were born to do. Like, what if you're the Michael Jordan of piano and you never tried? Yes. Or what if Michael Jordan never picked up a basketball? What if he sat down to paint? What if this was you? Why don't you start entering races and you just, he's just murdering people? Do you have a street bike? 
Uh, not really. No? I have like well, a mountain bike. But what if? What if? Like that would be so kick ass. I'm willing to do this. If you want to uh, have a show out there or something where I have to uh, give you my best 45 minutes, I'll I'll do it because honestly, I'm as curious as anybody. Yeah. I'm definitely not cheating. I wouldn't know how to cheat, but I also have to admit. You just rigged the bike. That if I've had the bike for five years and I don't even know that you can calibrate, I, I don't even know right. how to do it, then maybe my bike is jacked. But I've been having these same numbers for five years. Like yeah. it, it hasn't really changed. Did you take off the restrictor plates? I don't even know. <laughs> restrictor plates. Basically, when you buy a Peloton, first of all, let the me governor. say this, and this is not the best live spot ever, but I'll say it. It's expensive. Oh, uh, yeah. But part of it is they set it up at your house, mm-hmm. and they basically say all you have to do is hop on and start pedaling. You don't put it together. You don't You don't even ship it. Like They deliver it, and they set it up. So it's, it's a very... It's a very a fluent thing to do probably is to buy one what is your caloric burn what is does it say that on there yeah uh, are you burning it says for 45 minutes it says kcal so i don't know what that means but it says 1127 <laughs> calorie kcal that is if that's just calories that is there's no way there's no way you should have gotten up to 250 no matter what <laughs> no, you were eating no you could have eaten well no your, like a, your body acclimates this is the same when i was marathon running is the darn thing about the human body is if you do something for enough time, then it has no bearing on keeping your weight right, I don't think. Now, clearly professional athletes would argue, but I'm talking about like late 40s, slow twitch white guy metabolism. I don't know. What was your time in the marathon? 4.22. I beat Oprah by five minutes. So that does not translate as far as an endurance sport into what you would expect from a cycle, like a powerhouse cyclist. Mm-hmm. No. Because any... Any 1% cyclist could probably go run a marathon in 3.30, I think. I don't know. Maybe, probably. I'm definitely not a world-class athlete, I can assure you. I, I, we don't know. What if you are? But, the but, data says otherwise. But when I get on a Peloton, I'm trying to go hard. Like I'm trying to work out. Otherwise, what's the point? Right? Like When you work out, shouldn't you be trying to push your body to being super tired i want to believe this more than anything i really do because i think it's incredible like it's pretty kick-ass that you could pull those numbers off like that's amazing yeah you're you're beating you should race the hundred well like i said i only finished 499th that day when i really did a good time didn't you say 498 people in front of me usain bolt tried to beat secretariat or something in a race Mm -hmm. or a train or whatever you need to start racing trains and things like that you could be that guy. I, I'm definitely not that guy. <laughs> definitely what? not that guy. You should race a train. <laughs> I want that. Peloton got too uh, popular because back in 2016, you could try to at least finish in single digits, like in the top yeah. five in a, in a race. I can't even crack the top 100 anymore. All right. Here's what we need There's to do. too many people now. We need to get a Peloton, and we need to get him and Aikman, because they're friends and coworkers <laughs> and all sure that. I'm sure Troy would love this. And they need to go <laughs> side by side for 45 minutes. And that's just We get the regular Peloton sends a, a bike. We, we got, just get on the same one. At the same time? No, like no, 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 spidering no. You each go other? 45, and you go 45. <laughs> but that'd be would, fun. Would Troy be into that? No, hey, Troy, he I'm going to pump you. <laughs> He would not. He's, he's riding on the ba- the handlebars. Yeah, in the I, basket. I would be honored. <laughs> <laughs> I would be honored to do whatever you guys want to do.
All right. Well, there you go. There's our uh, first edition of Is This Real? The ticket. Until I read this yesterday, I wasn't aware that this thing was this weekend. I think I've done the same thing as you. Like all the Us Weeklies that have arrived at my house, every article that I've seen on the Internet, it's like it just goes away instantly. Well, I've known when it was. I've known that it was coming. I've I've been aware of the timeline on this thing. But when it comes to finding out stuff about it, reading stuff about it, watching stuff about it, hearing talk about it, I've tried to avoid that because I don't give a rat's ass (laughs) what those Brits are up to. I don't understand why you're so down on this. This is not only is it love, it's royal love. Okay, well, those are two things I'm not, uh, <laughs> that I have, let's just say I have my doubts about. Okay, I don't know why you doubt love. This seems to be the real deal. Okay, we'll find out. Where were you in 1980 when Princess Diana and Prince Charles hooked up? And for my money, maybe because I was a kid at the time, like that was the biggest wedding event ever, even to this day. The biggest thing that I can ever remember, I was 10, and I was still like, what is happening? Why is this on? Why are people into this? I still don't understand why people are into it over here the way they are. I really, really don't. But as to where I was, there, um, I was 30. I was starting to make my way inside the zoo as best I could back then. Y'all had to have mentioned this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't doing the LaBella and Rody thing yet, but I listened to them every day, and, yeah, yeah, they talked about it. Of course. And I remember my mother and my sister waking up at, you know, some god-awful hour on a Saturday morning, yeah. and it was on until it was over. And, and I remember my sister, who would have been 12 years old at the time, the way that she looked at the TV when all this was going down and the way that she looked at Princess Diana – when she was walking down that just ridiculous church with that stupid dress that had about a 70-yard train on it. I mean, it was just her eyes were like, oh, my God, that's a princess. That, And that's where it all stems because every girl on the planet at one time or another has envisioned themselves as a princess. Well, I mean... Look at what they see. All these cartoons they see when they're little girls. There's dolls. Princes. Yeah, there's dolls and movies everywhere. And Barbies. They're all led to believe that that's going to happen for them, too. And there, you know what? Let me tell you something, madam. That is not going to happen for you. There is a shot. You- I mean, not that there's anything wrong with you, but I'm afraid the princess window has closed for you. I am not counting it. I don't care if you're married. You don't show me that ring. Like, you wouldn't dump that guy. Right now, to be a princess, of course you would, and he would have to let you. Yeah, move on. Go be a princess. No, she says she wouldn't. That's true love, Corby. My ass she wouldn't. We'll get Prince Harry over here right now and see how she responds. She would? <laughs> oh, she's got that whole queen of darkness thing going on anyway. So, But I'm telling you, it's a weird thing with, with most women where they feel that somehow inside of them that it is kind of there is that hope that they could end up being a princess one day yeah 
and that these weddings are so over the top, and it is about royalty, and there is a king involved, and a queen involved, and a prince involved. I mean, it's stupid. Yeah, we don't have that stuff here. British royalty is so dumb, right? It's so over-the-top ridiculous. And what do those people actually do? (laughs) They live the greatest life of any human being on the planet. They rule. What does the queen do? Nothing. They have no power. Not really. It's just, I don't know. A figurehead. Yeah. It's it's tradition. Are we ever going to see a king again over there? Well, as soon as that old broad dies, she's like 280, and she won't die. And poor Prince Charles has been waiting for her to kick the bucket forever. Mm -hmm. Lord, he's so down in the dumps, he married that mule. That's right. Elizabeth's 92. Wow. Okay, so we're going to have a royal funeral before long here, too. And I guarantee you that will be just as big as yes, this. Yes, it will. God. It sure will. So get a load of this. So Meghan Markle, and not only, I mean, this is, when Princess Di and Prince Charles got married, it was pretty controversial because wasn't she a commoner? Yes, she was. Like mm-hmm. she worked at Pizza Hut or something right. like that? She was a frau. She was a fish and chips frau. Well, Meghan Markle is, you know, she's a Hollywood, Hollywooder, if you will, divorced, by the Ooh, way. Scandalous. And black. No, she's not. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she half. is. She's half. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It shows you how yeah, much that's... attention I pay to this. Well, that. You wouldn't know. It's not like she even has a Halle Berry quality to her. She yeah. just looks like she's been in the sun. But that much did not escape my purview on this thing. Right. So they're letting a divorced, half African American woman sneak and American yeah. sneak into the bloodlines. I think that's pretty awesome. I wonder if that's yeah. the way it's playing with everybody over there. If there are some who think this is just absolutely abhorrent. I hope their kid looks like Michael Cooper. <laughs> what did you do write that joke at 11:30 this morning no, no that's his that's always his punchline for a dark-skinned african-american man always michael cooper yes <laughs> well he he's pretty dark yeah purple i was always too embarrassed to ask my dad what, what's why is he okay i'm just not gonna ask Princess Di uh, was like a nanny. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. So this is really scandalous. And then you got like the drunk dad who's she not going to be a, there. She lived in an yeah. apartment with three other flatmates until she was married. It's pretty awesome. She was, yeah, the dad's not invited to this. Or he said he's not coming or, yeah, or something or he, like yeah, that. Something like that. Doesn't he have like diabetes or something like that? Yeah. Diabetes. He's not going to be diabetes. there. Sugar diabetes is keeping him away. Right. Gator's going to gnaw off his leg. But listen to this. This is what amazes me. So, you know, we can talk about it all we want, but the bottom line is there's a reason I'm reading what I'm getting ready to read because people will watch. It starts at basically it's going to start to be televised on Saturday morning early. ABC, five-hour coverage starts at 4 a.m. Saturday morning. This is like the Super Bowl. CBS, live coverage. Theirs will start at 3 a.m. to get a leg up. So they didn't sell the rights to one network here? They, oh, no. They will, bring, uh, or they will be airing a two-hour special called 
Royal Romance, the marriage of Harry and Meghan. Now that's going to be a separate deal, which is the night before starting at 7. CNN will report live from Windsor at 3 a.m. with Anderson Cooper and company hosting. E! News, E! Not me. E! Will, uh, their coverage will start at 4 and run to 10. Fox News will start live coverage outside the St. George's Chapel at 5 a.m. On HBO, this doesn't even make sense to me. Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon will host live coverage starting at 6.30 in the morning. Lava. Is that going to be a bit? It, it is a bit. It is the... Uh, it is? Yes. It's, um, it's um, <laughs> a bit that they did on Saturday Night Live. And I can't remember who they were mimicking, but it was a, it, it's supposed to be a bit that they're doing. Okay, that's brilliant. That'll be funny. This is Donovan Lewis, and you're listening to the Ticket Top 10 podcast brought to you by Texans Can Academies. Contact Texans Can to donate your old vehicle in any condition. Pickup is free, and you'll help kids get a second chance at a high school education. Contact them at carsforkids.org. Okay, so Friday fun. We were alerted to this. I think this may have been piping in the uh, speakers down the hall (laughs) in the last week or so. Piping in an office. Is that what it was? Mm -hmm. Okay. Or a toilet. What? And... We heard it, and I had heard it, too, because somebody had sent it to us, and it is the funniest <laughs> earworm song that you'll ever hear, and it's Toby Keith, our dear, dear friend Toby Keith. In a way, kind of trying to turn it around on us. Because we'll put a boot in your ass. Who has written a song called That's Country, Bro. Now, one of the tenets that we always talk about in Fun With Country Music, of course, is referencing old artists to make you sound like, hey, man, you're damn right I listened to George Jones. Yeah, to legitimize you. Right. So just get a load of what Toby Keith has here 
and that's country, bro. How did that? Yeah, here we go. And we're going to start it right now. Decline. We lost Tank at 29. Roy Acuff, Johnny Horton, dancing Bill Monroe. Woody Guthrie, Bob Wills, Babe Cooley, Kitty Wills, Jimmy Dean, and Big John and Old Hank Snow. So he just... What the hell did he just do? He just names did a bunch go, of... Did he go to the country music Wikipedia page? And yes! What he did was wrote, wrote the country music, We Didn't Start the Fire. <laughs> He did. That's Seriously. right. That's right. Okay, so just all right. He did the first. He'll skip over the the, the next verse. Will be different. And by though. the way, all these people that he's listed, they're not influences on this crap. <laughs> no, not at all. That's country, bro. All right, now we're going to okay. move on to something different. Yeah, that's country, bro. Johnny Cash, Porter Wagner, and the Hack, Farron Lefty, Roger Miller, King of the Road, Redlin and Tammy White, Buck and Don and Charlie Pride, Marty Robbins and the Possum, Old George Jones. Let them all kill me. Uh, okay, so kill me just now. Naming more. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. He went to Country Music Wikipedia. Yes, trying to find names that rhymed Let's with see. each other. All right, Hag. What does that rhyme with? Well, I can't say that Yeah, I can't anymore, say no, no. It's a different time. Yeah, five years ago, though, I definitely would have put that in there. Went up in Danny's old farm truck, eight-track stereo. Hey, that's country, bro. All right, we're done with the names. Well, hit the bridge. Enough of the names. We're going to move on. Okay. He's going through the timeline. Yeah, he is. Oh, they mentioned Hee Haw, Mike. You hear that? Okay, so now we're officially done. There's no more country artist to name, right? No, he's got to get modern now because he hit like Woody Guthrie and then he went to like the 60s, 70s guys and now the 80s and 90s. So we got to get modern. Or does he take, because you have not listened to the end of this song, uh-huh. does he take a shift in a really weird direction? Yeah, that's country, bro. Bo and Luke and Daisy Duke smoking the band at one and two. Jerry and Jerry Clower, Glenn Campbell's Good Time Hour, John Wayne and Marshall Dillon, Roy Rogers, Andy Griffith, Ben and Adam Hoss, and Little Joe. And Festus. <laughs> <laughs> that's country, bro. And Festus. It's God, that's like a bit. That sounds like something we would do to make fun of that. So he goes to TV. He shows and movies. Bo and Luke and Daisy Duke and Herner, Herner, Herner. And then he gets to the 
Gunsmoke cast and crew, because yeah. that's real topical. Ben and Adam Hoss, Little Joe, and Festus. <laughs> Does he mention the Jeff Foxworthy show at all? Oh, God. Ben and Little Joe and the Jeff Foxworthy show and Festus. <laughs> what is happening? Seriously, we are living in the end times. Between school shootings and F-16s flying into buildings, and now this song, I know. this day has gone to crap. That's country, bro. I love it. This last verse is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, that's country, bro. Owen, Luke, and Daisy Duke smoking the band at one and two. Jerry and Jerry. What about three? Yeah, he didn't like that one. <laughs> what happened to three? Owen, Luke, and Daisy Duke. Smoking a bandit one and two, Jerry and Jerry Clower, Glenn Campbell's good time hour, John Wayne and Marshall Dillon, Roy Rogers, Andy Griffith. Andy Griffith? I don't know. He's a small town sheriff. What? Marshall Dillon, Roy Rogers, Andy Griffith, Ben and Adam Hoss, Little Joe, (laughs) and Festus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he left! He left! <laughs> Look how funny I am. <laughs> All right, we definitely need and Festus and the laugh. And Festus. <laughs> That's country, bro. Great take, Toby. That's a wrap. Yes. That's country, bro. There's a producer in Nashville. You, I don't hate that, man. Oh, my God, Michael. I don't. I don't hate that. We played a lot worse. I know, but the concept of it, of just so no, no. I don't hate that, but I, but I also like we didn't start the fire too. You do, yes, I do. Jimi Hendrix and the Doors, Led Zeppelin and the Stones. Gotta go, and Festus, yeah, and Festus, Festus. <laughs> yeah, and Festus. Uh, uh, uh.